nose. You'll change colour. No, don't pick your nose because we're live. No, we're live, Mick. We're live. We're <laughs> live and direct from our various rooms full of stuff. Hello, we everybody, are. and welcome to yet another episode in the glorious run of Disability Horizons TV. Uh, sorry about last time. I was a bit poorly, um, but uh, we can talk about that in a moment. Because what I should be saying as we start this wonderful 45-minute show is, hey, Zek, roll the tape. Yes, so we're here. What I love is what I did was I multi-tracked my voice and tuned it up and down. So you've got DHTV and then you've got DHTV. I love that one. It's great. <laughs> I didn't actually, I just recorded myself going DHTV. But anyway, <laughs> there you go. If you if anyone needs any theme tunes, uh, I am available at Rates. Yeah, don't come with because I like to. I tell you what, it's funny. I did a, a theme for Spiz Energy's radio show as well. Um, and it's very similar. It's kind of like, you know, Spiz Energy and all that kind of stuff. So, but he loves it. So, it he me, loves it because it was free. Yeah. <laughs> Essex Radio many years ago, I used to listen to it in the evening when I was a teenager. It's the Timbo Show. Mm. And he did basically exactly the same as what I did. Basically go, it's the Timbo show, and then speed it up. It's simple. But there we go. So hello, everybody. Welcome already to Mark and to Val. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, We've got a fantastic guest for you tonight. We're going to introduce her in a moment. But firstly, how are you doing, Zek? How's things? How's it been? Because I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, No, Um, no. Not not since we came down and had pizza. It's all been a bit nothing. I'm struggling in this heat. I'm getting nasty heat rashes. It's not very nice. It's dragging me down mentally. I've tried every cream, talcum powder, you name it. I've been chucking it on in the hope that it'll make me less, you know. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's funny. I know I know kind of what you mean. I started getting that kind of thing, and I thought, right, I'm going to have a shower every day. So I've got a new shower seat, finally. Because oh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a bit depressing when you get a shower seat, and then you think, I think it's broken. And then you realise that it's telling you you need to go on a diet. So I've got a new one. They all tell and, me that. Yeah. <laughs> but but um, so I've been showering more, which has helped. But uh, the annoying thing, of course, is because I've had quite a lot of pain. I was all right on the night we met in Southend. But the next night when I went to go and see the Human League, basically it was a gig in a field that they'd laid no access ramps. There was nothing. The the viewing platform was just a bit at the side of the stage with with an accessible loo in it. One accessible loo for the Like I said, I went there to a garden show many years ago and it had been muddy, so they... Tit hardcore at the entrance, and it was. I had to go in on the back wheels. Yeah, no, it it was. I mean, we rolled up, and there was a curb to the entrance, and then the entrance was like all muddy and weird. And I was like, "Well, this doesn't bode well." And then we got in there, and honest to God, by before the human league came on, I wasn't, I wasn't fit for man the beast, so I had to go home. And from that day onwards, I've been in agony. So I'm really pissed off because the day before when we met, I was not too bad. Oh, we had a good night, didn't we? Yeah, it was lovely, lovely pizza, good old laugh. Oh, there I we did go. nipple. <sighs> yes, yes, you did. Yeah, I, I had the same mile I always have, which is cheesy pizza, but we can't, you know, that's it. It was great. So, yeah, it's, it's good been, to it's, meet your lovely wife. It was good and to yours. Get together. It yeah. was, you know, it's nice to meet the same. Both sides the of wives our, are our Libras. Yeah, both <laughs> the wives are Libras. We're Leos. Yeah, so, yeah. well, it says something about our mentality. You know, we like a bit of balance. <laughs> Ah, dear. So what we are talking about tonight is disability skills was the idea. And we are joined by uh, someone I've known for a very long time. Uh, Originally, she sent me a letter and asked for a sign picture when I was a TV presenter. Have I told anyone that I used to be a TV presenter? I'm not sure. I'll have anyway, to go back over the... Yeah, go back over yeah, the tape. So I'm sure it might, I might have mentioned it. But anyway, so I sent her a signed photograph and you know, kind girl. of that was it. Uh, I know, I know. She still got it. And um, then many years later, she got in touch and said, oh, I'm running a thing for like disabled teenagers. Would you like to come along and give a little talk? So I turned up and I was really impressed with it. And I kind of, we've stayed in touch ever since. And so without further ado, do a do 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 I would like to introduce you to our guest today, the one and only Katie Fraser. Hello, Hi. Katie. 
Hello. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah. The I'm comments good. are going to be quiet, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> well, are we? Wait a TV. Yeah, Mark, wait a TV presenter. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, kind of, you know. It, it, it's scary to think that Katie wrote to me when she was eight. No. <gasps> no, I didn't work, work write to you when I was eight. Is he lying? No. How old were you in 92? I was, I think I was about 10, 11, 12. Oh, well, there you go. You see, I thought you, yeah. I thought you were younger than that because you look no, so radiant. You see, no, so ah, you no. see, you were ten well, or eleven. Yeah. Age, she should have known better. <laughs> yeah, by yeah. that time, I mean, you know, I mean, the first series of Beat That was aimed at uh, the older population, but the second one was aimed at slightly younger. And then mm. from there, I went to present Wham Bam Strawberry Jam, which was for under eight. Just like what Loved the hell? It. Yeah, it was. At least I got to work with Rick Mail. I haven't yeah. did I mention that I worked with Rick Mail. No, no, you actually anyway. haven't. <laughs> No, no, you really haven't. <laughs> Vivian, have you been using my roll-on deodorant? Anyway, so we've got Katie today to talk about kind of a few things, but but mainly about this sort of like for many disabled kids, you, you're growing up, you're going along, and then you kind of go, and your mum and your dad do everything, and it's all kind of you know you're kind mm -hmm. of protected, almost wrapped in cotton wool, would we say? And then yeah. suddenly you get to go grow up, yeah, and you get to what. But how do you, what do you do? And that was what Katie was doing, was this mm. really great course, giving, well, I'll well, tell you what, you tell us about the course. What was the thing that you were doing? It was at Hearts Pass, wasn't it? It was at Hearts Pass. We were learning about, um, I was a work experience coordinator and my job was to uh, to do a, a summer job forum every summer that was run, run every summer by me and mm -hmm. others. And uh, we did some creative media, and yes. uh, we, we'd have guest speakers in the morning that they would come along, tell us their stories unprepared, and then we'd do some creative media in the afternoon, yes. uh, which was Mick was one of them, Matt Fraser was another, and we'd have Francesca Martinez as another one. Uh, yeah, see, so, Francesca's, yeah, Francesca's play has just opened, doesn't yeah. it, down in the National. I must go and see it. Everyone's saying it's great. And so, but you did loads of stuff like that, didn't you? You got those, so, they, so it was sort of like uh, late teens, wasn't it? It was sort of it was, going yeah. from 18 to 25. Brilliant. Going from sort of yeah. school to work yeah. or, or yeah. something like that. And yeah, back and then, was that was when about, the government, yeah. that's when the government would help you to live life mm -hmm. independently, wasn't and it? And it was all about finding work. So all the creative media sessions were about work. So they, they talked to us, we'd, um, we'd, we used our experiences and our skills in about finding work. Yeah. And was it charity-based? Yes, it was charity-based. Trying to think, what was Hearts? I can't remember what Hearts Pass was, but I know it was it, it was really good fun. Yeah. I had a really great day, and I was really, I was really blown away at mm. how well you worked with them and how much skill you got and how much support you gave everybody. And yeah. so that's why we've got you on, because we're going to mm. say to you now... Give us your pearls of wisdom. What do you think are the big problems that disabled kids face as they go from being kids to adults? I suppose, well, in my experience, it's the fact that parents can sometimes talk for you and it's the way that they do it. Um, yeah. they, you, um, In my experience, I've had my parents talk for me when I've been to medical appointments. I mean, it's like the, uh, it's like when I went to the hospital because of, I've, I've obviously fractured my arm. Um, sometimes my parents have been talking for me and, uh, but it's the support, it's the support that you have that helps. Um, and vice yeah. versa, doctors tend mm. to talk to carers and parents rather than the person. They mm. do, yeah. But uh, there is a there is a scheme in Hertfordshire that we have called the purple folder that can help. And the purple folder is a large folder that is uh, yours to keep, and it's got a load of information in it about how you want to be treated, how you want to be named, uh, your your information about your medical appointments, and whatever medical information there is in there, your likes and dislikes. So it talks about everything to do with the um, to do with yeah you basically, and you can put the, in there I, anything that you want. 
I guess the problem could also be parents. You're used to looking after this disabled yeah. child. You mm -hmm. care for them. Oh my God, they're so they're delicate. They're disabled. It's a bit yeah. like uh, Finding Nemo. No, you can't mm. do that. You've got your little your little fin. No, you can't possibly. Mm. And, no. and it's trusting that child to let them go and and yeah. be and have an their adult. independence. Yeah. It's independence. That must be hard. That's the key. It is. Yeah, it's very hard. Do you know, it's funny because I know we were going to talk about what skills should disabled kids have, but I, I, I agree. It's actually more what should we be telling parents of disabled kids? Yeah. Because I think disabled children themselves, they know what they want. Mm. And even if they don't, they want to be given the choices. And I, it, it's funny because, yeah, like, um, that's what I didn't say at the start, is, of course, I just started work as the co-CEO of FAB. <laughs> and one of the things... Fab. Yeah, fab. Now it's a, it's a it's an organisation that runs events and clubs for disabled and non-disabled people to come together. It's kind of it's physically handicapped table. It used to be called that. That's yeah. what it used to be way, way, right. way back. And it's funny because this is something we're talking about. Do we change the name? Because, of course, it used to stand for that in 1957 when it was started. Right. But in well, the yeah. in the early 90s, everyone went, "Oh no, that's a bit crud." So they mm. just called it fab, like. Be your pal, Zao, Zango, yeah, but everybody remembers it standing for that. So there's kind of a discussion about that, and it's funny that I keep going. I don't know if it's worth changing the name, but actually, as you have just pointed out, even people today who didn't even hear of it back then go, "Oh, isn't it physically handicapped able body clubs?" Um, but basically, that's what it was. It was getting non-disabled people and disabled people together mm -hmm. and going, "Let's do stuff," and. Yeah. Obviously, we're working with a lot of, there's a lot, a lot of younger groups and there's a lot of sort of, like Katie said, that kind of 18 to sort of whatever mm. age yeah, group. Where you're, yeah, and, and there's a lot of people that come with their parents and a lot of people will probably need to be looked after for a long time mm. past that 25 because of, you know, their impairment and what the condition is. And as Mark so rightly says, the government has cut all the pathways to getting that support. So yes. it's kind of difficult. Yeah, so you end definitely. up needing your parents when really you'd not quite like to move away. So I think that, and also mm. a lot of people can't, but so and it's it all right difficult. saying, hey, yeah, it's difficult. Exactly it. It's difficult having your parents there when, uh, you know, and seeing them as well. So because basically I've got my dad living down near me, near me. He's in his 80s, but he's still supporting. He's still supporting mm. me, but he's given the job to my sisters. So my <laughs> sisters are now supporting me as well as him. I mean, so that's, that's something. I mean, I haven't thought of how, Yeah, how difficult is that for? Uh, you know, it's all. I, I'm an only child, so I didn't have to um, put up with siblings. But it's, you know, it, it's hard with siblings. I hear it all the time. My daughters tell me all the time. But to be a disabled child and then have your siblings, well, I look after yeah. you, must have that extra. Ah, uh, yes, it is. It is very difficult. You know, I, I want to make my own. I want to make my own opinions, and sometimes yeah. they can. You know, there's one sister who's brilliant at who. Uh, you know, look at you know, making sure that I'm okay, and you know, can can listen to what I'm saying and then the other sister is a bit managerial. But mm. it's the, And it's through it's, love, isn't it? Yeah, it's through it love. They've got good intentions. Yeah. yeah. It's funny it's funny actually because I actually think that's the biggest problem. Mm. And in a way I also think that was probably my luckiest thing for me growing up. I mean I obviously was disabled from birth for what yeah. from six weeks. And um my mum was very much of the mindset that I'd rather let him hurt himself and yeah. try than not. Yeah. But most of the disabled people I know who, you know, disabled for ages, like West kids, were very much run by parents that were like, oh, no, don't do that. You might hurt yourself. Don't do that. You yeah. might hurt yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then, and then of course, as an adult, that. and then, of course, as an adult, you go and do something stupid like break your arm. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that just plays into it. Because, of course, Katie yeah. has... You have broken your arm, haven't you? So she was on the booze. She was on the booze and threw herself down the stairs. Yeah, I, fell so. down my, I fell down my own stairs, you know, in my house. And it was on the hottest day of the year three weeks ago. And, and uh, yes, and that's what this sling is on my own thing. Yeah. yeah. It's funny as well, because one of the things that happens, nice. isn't it, is that you, if you hurt yourself, and this happens, you know, even with my wife, you know, um, it, could it be a, something that would have happened to anyone? Yes. Yeah. Could anyone have fallen down yeah. their stairs? 
bloody yes. Yeah. But what happens is they go, oh, that's because you're disabled. And he's like, no, it's because I just happened to fall down the stairs. It's yeah. just annoying. Um, it is. And I think that, that's something that happens a lot, I know. I narrowly so, avoided a big catastrophe. I said, well, go to the mm. chemist, get my prescriptions. Go, oh, I'll go. It's okay. I'll go. I said, no, no, I can do it. It's there. I can just get mm. my wheelchair. I'm capable. I went off down the road, came back, and one of the little water hatches had gone, and my caster wheel went down it. And my big thought when I thought I was coming out of the wheelchair was, oh, no, she said she was right. Yeah. <laughs> So well, you know, the, biggest, the biggest thing is about my independence because yeah. they know my family know that I have uh, that I can do things in my house, but it's the independence that is the uh, the biggest barrier because mm. I've got carers coming in to help me wash and dress, which is quite strange. But then mm. it's having it's then can I do these tasks on my own in the house? You know, mm. without hurting myself again, so it's quite, it's quite strange. Yeah. So when, that's yeah. something. Like, oh, sorry. Yeah, you guys. Where, like. where do you get the skills? You know, as a disabled child, whether you're a wheelchair user, whether you're special uh, needs, whether you're sight impaired, the whole lot. These skills, is it just through parents learning and guiding you, or is there actually the help out there that says, right? Okay, little yeah. Johnny, you're in your wheelchair. This is how you mm -hmm. bump up a curb in your wheelchair, or this is how you use your stick, or the etc. Is there yeah. the help? Where yeah, for me, go? for me, it was uh, I learned through uh, going to a, a residential house, a support place. There was a support place near where I live, and uh, that was in college, and we we got told about the support place, and then I uh, started living there, and I started learning about how to cook how to wash how to dress how to you know do all the things for myself that you need in a in a normal house but you only found that out through college because they then yeah. put you in touch well yeah yeah. It's, yeah it's it's weird right zek i'll tell you because um when i was five and it was time to go to school my parents really fought to send me to a mainstream school but it was only one in the whole area that would take me and mm. so they said well if not you'd have to go to special school and I went to special school for a day to see what they what it was like. And I couldn't really get it because they were being taught. They had a whole morning of trousers, putting on and off trousers. Yeah. And I was like, this is really weird. I didn't think you'd learn this at school. And I think everybody's experience is different. So this school that I would have gone to were all about teaching you to be independent. And I genuinely thought, well, why do I need this? I've got mum. Mum can help me with my trousers. I want to learn how to read and write and, do, yeah. you know, such like everyone bricks. else. Yeah, I wanted to play stickle bricks. They didn't seem to have any stickle bricks. And I was let oh. down by this. Whereas the yeah. day I'd spent at the other school, they did a lot of stickle bricks. And I was yeah. a big fan of them. So, and it was sort of that. And I think that's something as well is everybody's experience is so different. And I think, again, it's to do with your parents. Will your parents mm. let you fail? I think it's to do with, the school you go to uh, and and how they do life skills, mm. which means that there's no uniformity. So, you know, um, if you one kid can live in one town and have one experience and one kid can live in another town and have a completely, completely different experience. Mm. And all oh, like, it's like most of my, I've got life skills at school as I wasn't deemed like, oh God. Oh, but but that, that's, that's, that's the thing is I think, is I think that, um, that, it's like you know, Mark's been saying earlier in his his like comments, but because mm. he went to special school, he didn't get the same kind of education, and I think that's a, a lot to do with it as well. I think that we do yeah. get this sort of separation. I think people that go to mainstream schools, kind of one thing you learn is that non-disabled people aren't actually that brilliant. <laughs> and they, well, I they hated just, my they... mainstream school. My mainstream school was awful. They had a they they were set up purely to have a special needs unit but the mm. special needs unit was only a tiny room and a few people and I didn't learn anything because they they, they didn't like me because I had a helper and uh, the mainstream school was just awful it was it's weird it's weird as well because that's something else that you nice. get is I suppose I was quite lucky I didn't need any real assistance and I was very independent mm. so sort yeah, of whenever well, I, I I used to have to go to the nurse occasionally and get stuff done, but she was all right and no one else really gave a shit. The only person that didn't like me in the whole school was my music teacher who yeah. <laughs> was disabled himself. And I think he was a bit annoyed that I, I limped like he did. 
So it was a bit like, oh, I see. And also because my mum expected him to teach me to play music and he kept saying I was tone deaf. I look behind me to think, oh, did I once have a musical career? I think I did. So bahoo to him. But that's, I mean, I think school's great. And I do think school needs to teach. But mm. I think school needs to teach life skills to everybody. They do. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, was, I was lucky. I went to school when there was like home economics. So, because my mum would not let me in the kitchen. Oh, I, like, wasn't, I wasn't allowed in the kitchen no, no, in the mainstream yeah. school because of the knives. They thought I would oh, cut myself. And I wasn't allowed so, at home. Yeah. My mum would not let me in the kitchen at all. See, that's my, that's my domain. And, and I, I went to walk, the local shops. Didn't. I went to the local shops in um, school. There was, there was about a set of shops about five minutes away in lunchtime. All the other children were going there and buying sweets. And mm. I wasn't even allowed. And then when I wanted to, I went there, and then the teachers had to write down me for going there. They, they so, what did you? So, did you leave that? Did you stay in mainstream education all your school, or did you leave and go to a, a special? I stayed school? in there for six years, hated it, got bullied, and then and then left, and then went to college, and then I learned more at college mm. than I did at mainstream school, and it's I weird, and I learned more in the special school as well. I think I think one of the skills, if I was going to say anything to, to disabled kids, it is to learn how to deal with bullies. I think yeah. it's something, I don't think, you know, enough to, so many disabled kids I learn, I meet, go, I got bullied at school. And you go, yeah. right, okay, oh, like, yeah. I got bullied at school. But like, I mean, to I got me, bullied. I wasn't disabled, yeah. I was just weird. But I, but I got, I think the thing is, is what I found was they bullied you for being disabled. They did. And I, and yeah, I was I always did. like, well... Oh, that took that took a lot of effort. No, 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 no. You can't walk properly. No, no, no. no, no, no screw that. I, like, yeah. I think they bullied like, you because they think they can choose a weak target because but, bullies yeah. are never brave enough to pick somebody. No, that can but never the go point, back. what I mean is, is like loads of people got upset for being bullied, and you go, "What did they bully you about?" And it's like being disabled. I go, "Well, what did they yeah. say?" And they say, and you kind of go, "But you are disabled." Mm. So, so, so all I ever did was I'd kind of go, is that it? Is that your lot? <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, God, he's no good. He's no use. He doesn't get upset. And I think that's yeah. the problem. If you yeah. get upset, they will pick on you. And the more well, you get yeah. upset, the more. My brother, right, it, I mean, we both went to the same school, right? Steve's, I mean, he's dyslexic, but we didn't know that then. So he was just basically not very good at reading or writing. But, but he was mainly, he was good at sport. He was kind of in with the in crowd. People still bullied him. And he hated mm. it. And he got, the more he got upset, the more he got bullied. And it was like, because they saw that weakness, people would bully me and I'd go, is that it? Mm. And they'd go, oh, God. And then, of course, eventually I became a bully, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> Used to hang kids off balconies and lock them in toilets and all the naughty boy stuff. Throw them into the bag racks. Terrible, terrible. But I the think thing I was... I got more assertive than, 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 than as I yeah. grew, uh, grew up. Because that, that way I could I could stop bullies, you know, and tell them tell them you know stop it, you know. Yeah. And then that's Comes how, I, how like I did that. it. Yeah. Do you know what? It's funny because DJ Palsy on here, DJ Palsy P, uh, said he, he went to a boarding hey. school in the eighties. Can you see him on the comments, DJ Palsy P? Oh yes, yes, okay, right. yeah. There you go. Yeah. He said he said he went to a boarding school in the eighties, and and for them it taught him to stand up for himself. And I actually think that. Um, but it's kind of weird. I know a lot of people that went to special schools that actually said they got bullied more at special schools because of the fact there were the cliques. So it was like all the wheelchair users picked on the guys that walked and the blind kids got picked on by the sighted kids. And, and it's kind of, of course, the deaf kids couldn't hear it, so they didn't care. Sorry, that was a really mm. shit joke. But it's kind of oh, funny. No. The idea. Oh, <laughs> yeah, did you see that? Did you see that episode of DHTV? Mick got taken on. Let's troll Mick. Do you know what I mean? I was always, I was really shocked by that because like kind of, you know, you kind of go, oh, well, you go to mainstream school, you get picked on in special school. No, and apparently they're much worse in special school. They're really vicious. Um, and of course, the oh, other my thing special was... special school was lovely. I oh, worked in go. my special school. I thought oh, my special school was so brilliant and I learned so many skills there, had so many friends there and I worked there in adult life. I that's thought it, it was amazing. Well, that's really cool. So it's funny, Avril has just gone, uh, second year I was uh, friends with some hard girls. Uh, two years older and no one that's my other tip to all children yeah. uh, and young people in school if you can 
get in yeah. with the cool kids yeah. and then no one picks on you. No, um, I got in I got in with the weird kids that would absolutely nobody wanted to mess with and that that was my saving grace. I yep. friend of mine and people were like, I'm not gonna mess with him, he'd blow you up, kind of thing. I got in with the um with the same crowd as me and then that was all right. That's it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, well, we're talking I, I about to, we're talking I about be, skills. Yes. Right. Skills, skills for children. Skills that play the bills. But yeah. I think there's there's a problem with skills as an adult. Like when yeah. I could no longer use crutches, it's like there's a wheelchair and it's like mm. no they didn't say, right, this is how you balance, no. this is how you go no. up a curb, down a curb, oh. this is no. how you go out of door if there's no ramp or anything. It's just off you go and fall out mm. a lot and learn. I still can't be, balance. To be uh, to be I honest, I can't right, do uh, a lot of things in my house, you know. There, there, yeah. there's yeah. things I can't do, you know, there, there's things like you know, I wouldn't be able to know how to clean properly around here. So I have a, I have a helper, and then, uh, then I don't. I have a wife. Yeah, and then um, I I, I also have a wife, and I we, can, we Oh I yeah, no, actually, I, I tell you what, I tell you what, no, I can't do you, you should see something. Nothing, something, nothing is funnier than watching two uh, wheelchair user try to do a duvet cover, right? Mm-hmm. Because you lift it up. And then all of a sudden you find yourself encompassed in the duvet. And then you're yeah. just like kind of, you're called almost like think. a duvet Dalek. Because yeah. you're really about company. No, we got rid of the duvet. We went back to good old fashioned sheets, blankets and a bedspread. Oh, can't I do that. It. Can't do that. Get get my feet wrapped up in blankets and then I'm in trouble because I'll turn over and I won't know that my feet are still facing the same direction. Wake up in the morning and it's not fun. Um, but that, that kind of, that's something, because I had that when I went in the chair. I, I left hospital. They basically wheeled me out and went, bye. And I came oh. home in a wheelchair and I had no idea what to do. And it took me about two to three years to get used to what, you know, doing wheelies and curbs yeah. and wheel, even wheeling up and down ramps. Yeah. And really hard when you've not done it. And that, I think, I think that all, whether you're born disabled or whether you're become, you join the gang later in life, it mm. really is a problem where people don't give you the skills you need. Oh. And... And they kind of do, and this is what I teach the medical yeah. model. Right? And after and, my after my heart trouble, it took me several weeks. It took me several weeks to to learn to walk again and and walk and walk so that I could learn, you know, uh, slowly, and then yeah. and then do all the tasks that I have done in my house. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it's good. See, one of the things I think that what you've been talking about is really interesting. This idea that. You have people come into your house mm. that aren't your friends, but are people that are supporting you. What's yeah, it's that very like? It's what, very what's that difficult. like? It's very difficult. Mm. It's very what? difficult because I'm a I'm fiercely independent. I'm mm. fiercely independent in here. You know, I can I can cook for myself. I can feed my cat. I can do a load of different things. But then when I've had somebody help me wash. Mm. And shower, I mm. feel like, you know, well, why, you know? I mean, you need that now at the minute because you broke your arm. Well, yeah. But, do, but they do that, so they do that for you all the while. They do, yeah. Every and, morning and every night. And do do you need that, or do they? Is it has it been forced upon you by? It's been. It's been. <laughs> forced <upon laughs> See what you want to do is you want to say you don't need to help me wash. Put the kettle on. Yeah. And I'll be back. I'll, that's what I do. I'd find all well, the no, jobs well, for no, you. They don't, wanna... actually, they don't actually. They don't actually do it. They, 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 they just um, shadow me. So they're standing ah, there I while see. I, while I, oh. while I do it with one hand. So oh, they're they're that... standing there in the shower while I, I will I do that with my the shower and the shower gel, and then they just watch and see if I'm okay, right. to be safe. But then wow. they'll help. They'll help. Towel me down so they'll, they'll help dry it. If I, do you know if what? See, this is, you know, I've always thought this as well, right? Because I've, all, I mean, I hate drying myself because it's such a falava yeah. with floppy legs and you're trying to reach your feet and your back hurts well, and, yeah, and you're worried you're going to fall off the bath board and then you get in yeah. your chair and then you, then you can't reach your feet in the, all this rubbish. Yeah. And I've always thought, like, surely there must be a way of building some kind of giant hairdryer that you could just There walk is through. one. Yeah. There is one. There was a guy many years ago, he, he aimed it at the uh, sports club. And it literally, mm. I think it's sat above you, but I think now they've got ones either side mm. that literally whoosh, give you a dryer. Yeah, I see. Well, could you imagine me going through like one of those Dyson Airblade hair dryers 
all comfortable, yeah. you'll be flat and everything, and just trail out the back, like when you put your hand in them, you know. Yeah, it's, it's very I, I, limiting. Got, it's yeah, there, there's got to be a way of building. This is it's funny because I was doing a thing mm. yesterday where I was filming about um, will technology save us and all stuff like that. And it's like some things like that are really good. I mean, I don't want robot legs. I don't want, you know, I mean, a jetpack would be good just because, you know, then we need to care about chair. I don't want robot legs unless I've got a full robot body, but we won't go into that because it'll become boring. So I think that there is tech that we could do and and maybe so i i'm a big believer that that disabled people of all ages but especially younger disabled people should be being asked by tech companies mm. to have their input what do they want what do they need can this work for them because i think that if you make something work for someone who has trouble understanding lots of guide but you know instruction manuals yeah. then yeah. it'll work for all of us if you have stuff that's like easy to use if you've got limited movement in your fingers then it'll yeah. be easy for you for everybody. Like my jockey. My jockey yeah. is the best gadget in my um in my Ooh, what's that? What's that? A what's jockey. That? It's, a, it's, like it's a like, grip. Yeah. It's like a grip thing, but it's shaped like a sort of it's shaped uh, it's got a um it's it's got a handle and a sort of thing and you put it put it up and it uh, takes the uh, the the jars with the buttons on and it and it releases the button. Oh, cool. yeah, we've, we've got a, a series of those ones that open jars yeah. or ones that do tins because Donna's got arthritis. They're very good. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny because uh, in my house, we don't need that because they've got me. Diane just goes, open it. And I'm just like, Urgh! so um, hands play up. I got yeah. arthritis. So sometimes I'm well, just, yeah, I can't yeah, do it. I'm, so I'm lucky. My hands are the last bit to go. My shoulders yeah. have gone. My elbows are going. My oh. hips are going and my knees are going. But my hands are all right. So I'm. But yeah, they have, everyone's going. At some point, Mick, you're going to need a power chair. Oh, yeah. Considered a power chair. Well, the thing is, what, I bet yet. you're like me, um, Zach. I bet your doorways aren't wide enough. So then it's like, well, I, I, the chair I'd need would not be, yeah. I mean, especially living I'm in I'm slowly like, making them wider, bit by bit. <laughs> millimeter by millimeter, yeah. you smash them. Yeah. Actually, before we come on, I, I wheeled up by the coffee table and smashed my hand on the coffee mm, table. Yeah, and yeah. Forever, door frames, everything, smash, bang, and like paint. I, that's one of the skills, it. that's one of the skills that we need to all be taught, is mm. how to injure yourself stupidly because you're disabled without swearing too much. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, so Casey, when you fell down the stairs, how much did you swear? Um, I swore a bit. I swore a bit. Uh, yes, and then I blacked out. I blacked oh shit! Out. You passed out. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah, it's funny because um, it really hurts, doesn't it? My arm yeah, it... twisted, and then and it felt like it felt like it was coming out my shoulder. It was horrible. It was not. Yeah. Bad. Well, well. Plus, I take it you almost passed out, and that's the reason that you ended up well, at the yeah. bottom of the stairs. Yeah. Well, so. yeah. And then I walked to the. Walk to the bed, holding my arm, and then Mark's, the phone, Mark's the phone got down. the worst job. Yeah, one of our viewers has yeah. just uh, Mark is I coming in. I bet you laughed your, your arm off. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, dear. Hang on, Mark. Mark, I do that at work, working with children to be more independent. What swear? <laughs> no, yeah. no, using technology. It's not, I, I used right, to. Work, okay. I, I did a load of stuff with Drake Music, which are, and they teach. Oh, they work brilliant. with disabled people to make music. Oh, yeah, and I could, with really profound impairments. I worked with a, a wonderful girl called Rosie who had quite profound cerebral palsy. And yeah. she was writing all these wonderful pieces of music just using I-beam technology, right? Wow. And so you'd set up the synths and stuff and then she'd control it. And it was brilliant. And it's like, but the thing is, how do you know that they exist? If you're a kid, right, living mm. sort of in some little village somewhere and you've got cerebral palsy, how do you know that down there in London, there's this place that can help you yeah. become a musician? And that's, I think, the big thing that I, 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 I really think we I need to be working I am musically crap. Yeah. I've not got a musical phone in my body. But in the 80s, I went in this shop with all the synthesizers. And this mm. guy said, come out here in this room. Patio doors locked it. And he pressed it. It was like, you put in the beat where you want. He said, now you can put it in there. And it put it all together. And I spent hours in there. He just let me play this bloke. I'll put in a clap there. We saw it. It's like, woo, God. I've still got a picture of me somewhere playing with one of the um, technology that the Drake Music had, and and the, there's me playing with this, playing with this iPad yes. and doing it somewhere. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I think I remember that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that was it. I mean, I, I'm, I, <laughs> so funny. I went along and. 
they kept giving me all this kind of iPad stuff. And I'm like, I don't know how yeah. to use it. Because I'm an old school. I need pianos and keys. And these hands, bloody iPad was no use to anyone. So, I was, so yes, uh, let's just say I wasn't I'm moving exactly it the best forward. I just remember yeah. moving it forward and then playing with it. And then having this pack on my back that, that, that yeah, that, was vibrating for death oh yeah people. yes yeah that was yeah, um, the, uh, now i can't remember what it was called but that's what yeah. um uh deaf deaf rave were working on yeah. right, with someone that's yeah. really cool that was because that's what mc geezer yo mc geezer big up yeah. um yeah. Was using I, on stage. That. I mean last year on strictly we had what's her name again remind me of her name that, that i have no idea i've never watched a single second of no. strictly and oh, she's really. off of eastenders and she, she's dead no she, idea don't watch I eastenders think, either i do oh, believe she, yeah, she wants rose something rose rose yeah and we, me and my wife were kind of discussing, like, how? And I said, well, is there not a Bluetooth pack that could vibrate well, to well, But more, more importantly than that, do not forget that music is one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, yeah. one, two, three, four. She one, was two, amazing. Three, one, two, three, she one, was, two. Honestly, so as long as you, when you're rehearsing, you're going, like, all musicians in your head yeah. are going, one, two. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. So yeah. basically, when you're playing, that's what you're doing. So if you're deaf... As long as you, I mean, one, I know a lot of people that are deaf feel through their feet and stuff. So there's a Rose. kind of, they can feel they the music uh, as well as hear it. It has yeah. a physical yeah. effect upon you. But also, if you start counting, you're you're dancing with someone. So they're, lead, you know, they're leading, especially because yeah. Rose obviously was the, the, the female dance partner, so she's being led. So she's counting with that. And that's and, how when they, yeah. so, and what, what it was, was when they dropped, because I did see the one where they dropped the music out, just that oh, little yeah, clip. Yeah, I saw that one. And that, was basically her saying, this is how I'm doing it. One, two, yeah. three, four, one, two, three, But four, her one, partner, Giovanni, said, yeah. she's one of the most amazing partners I've had because normally they're fighting me, thinking they know what she's doing. She's holding yeah. on to me in yeah. hold and she's listening to my body. We are yeah. moving yeah. together, he said, and it was such a, a unique pairing. Yeah, and that's what, I mean, it's things like when I was, this is it, see, this is something, say you were a deaf kid, you wouldn't be told this stuff. Yeah. And that's why she was so important. Yeah. But like working, having worked with MC Geezer and, mm -hmm. and uh, DJ Chinaman, Troy, and all that gang, that's what they say. They, they, you know, they can't hear. You know, no. the MC Geezer is totally deaf, but he works with the beat and he feels the beat. And mm -hmm. like, as a musician that having been on stage, you do feel it. So I think that's one of the things I think that would be really great is that if disabled kids, because I mean, this is why I love doing beat that because it was basically about you can do it. Yeah. And I think that's the key skill that mm. disabled children need to be taught is you can yeah, do it. You might yeah. need help. You might mm. need support. There's nothing wrong with being helped, yeah. right? But you will be able to do it. It might not be the way that everyone thinks you can do it. Because, like, that's the same as saying when everyone wants to go for a walk, well, we don't, me and Zek, we wheel. But we still yeah. get there. And that's the thing. And I think that's the key skill that if I was saying, if I sat down some parents, because like, this is what my mum did to me, Mm. and say, look, never think that they won't do it. Even if you think inside, he'll never do that. They'll never do that, right? Don't tell them. Say, go on then, have a go. See what you can do. Yeah. See if you can do it. Because I, I was always trying to find ways of doing it differently. If Do you know what I mean? So, like, I used to run around the playground. Because I couldn't run with, because one leg was solid, because it was a caliper. Mm. So I'd kind of gallop. <laughs> yeah. I might look like a total twat, but I actually meant I could keep up with my mates. And it was mm. like, that was how I lived my life, just not doing things quite the way that everyone else did it. And I think that's it. Or what was that that Avril said? My deaf uh, friend Nathan Young needs technology to improve for deaf swimmers. Deaf Olympic wow. swimmers and athletes, yeah, who, who need a, a visual cue. So you'd think that'd be quite easy, because basically you've got something up the other end. I mean, we've got lights. I mean, I've got a light. Here it is. Yeah. Like, right? And, and, and Zek's got millions of lights all around him, which makes him look so rosy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah, it works better. So why not just have a? Why not have a? It's the synchronization, pad? probably. Yeah, but because, why not yeah. have a vibrating pad? They're all standing mm. on a thing to dive into the pool. So why yeah. not have the thing vibrate? So you're all standing on feet. You go, boom, boom, and everyone dives. You can have a flashing light, and there are ways of doing it. I mean, I, what I don't get is the idea that there is a deaf Olympics, because. For many of the sports, mm. surely they're just as good as anyone that can hear. You can run as fast as long as you know when to start. You can, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So it, it, it's this, I hate all this 
separation. I think I, that's why, I, uh, while I haven't watched any of it, I quite like the um, uh, Commonwealth Games. I love because the Commonwealth Everyone's been really put together. Stuff. That's what the Olympics should be. That's what yeah. it should be. Everyone together. They should have it yeah. a longer period and have every. Oh, we're now going to do athletics, running a bit, women running a bit, men running a bit, whatever. And everyone should be mixed together. That's the future. Yeah. I, I mean, what, I you were saying, is... what you were saying about disability and dance. Yeah. I I used to work with a company that did disability and dance, and I I was amazed by how how working with somebody in a wheelchair was just so so rewarding mm. that you could you could dance with that person and make it sort of make it sort of theatrical. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And, People yeah. don't realise that wheelchairs are quite scooty. They Especially are. the dancey ones, because their wheels are like that, so they can really do yeah. flash stuff. Yeah. I had a go at it and got thrown out a few times. But also, I'm afraid... There was so a I show. Was... They did a show, like mm. a, kind of a Strictly thing, where they paired a strictly pro dancer with someone. Yeah, strictly, strictly Wheels. Strictly Wheels. I hate okay. all that bloody alternative. It was, it's like how it's the, quite the models... good. Yeah, but, no, but the sh- should be should be just in Strictly. I mean, yeah. we've got um, Ellie Simmons, haven't we? She's yeah, joined Ellie's on this year. So that's going to be great. But But why not get a... You know, wheelchair user in. You know, there's some famous wheelchair. Get Sophie in there or something. Because people you know. will be moaning. They're going, oh, well, they're not having to move their legs. So they're cheating, aren't they? Because they're just doing this and we can all look like we're dancing if we haven't got to move our legs. That's what the bloody idiots will say. Ah, but we know what to say to the bloody idiots. Don't forget yeah. we were talking about bullies earlier. Mm-hmm. If they go, you're not yeah. moving your legs, you turn around and go, is that the best you can come up with? Yes, you're right. I'm a wheelchair user. Yeah. These legs don't work, so I can't kick yeah. you in the nuts. But there we go. There we or go. Or just search some of the inclusive dance companies, you know, like yeah. the one I was in. Exactly. And that, was, that was amazing. That's because, like I said, working with young disabled people as I am now, that's the thing I think we need. That's the big skill, that idea of showing that everything, that, that people can do stuff, that it's... It, like you said, Katie, you dance in a wheelchair. You don't dance yeah. like you do on your feet, obviously, you know, you, but you yeah. still dance, and you dance well. Yeah. And I think that... That's something. So what? So we're coming to the end. Mm. If you could say three things to uh, young Katie, yeah, right. Say you could go back in time mm. and go, "Hello, Katie. I'm you in the oh, future. Oh. These are the three tips I can give yeah. you. Don't to, go to, near the stairs. No. Yeah, don't go near the stairs. <laughs> don't ever write to that mixed scarlet bloke because you won't be able to get rid of him. No, <laughs> no, no. So, well, my family what, what, know about that. My family knew about that, and they said, "Oh, that's nice." They, yeah. they knew. They knew about me writing. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? That's what. That's exactly what my mum used to say to me <laughs> whenever I did anything. She went, "Oh, that's nice." I'd be like, yeah, mum, yeah, I'm doing a gig. That's nice." Yeah. <laughs> Look, you, exactly you that voice. That. You had a lucky escape right to mix Scarlet. At least yeah. you didn't go on. I don't know, you know why. Didn't fix it. Yeah. No, that's that's because he was the first role model I had as a disabled wow. child. Yeah. That's so it. that's so the I'm, only I'm person I saw. Yeah. I'm I, to blame, there were me. no others. There were no others on TV at that time. Mm. Only Link, but I didn't watch that. No, I didn't watch me. that. I watched the BBC. That's it. What's the BBC? There's good, good people on the BBC. So anyway, yeah. we interrupt. Katie, yeah, so right. So yeah. what three tips? Say you were going to say to her, what would you say to yourself? To, to, I mean, it might be a tip. It might be a skill. Yeah. It might even be just a bit of advice. What would you say to yourself? I would say you're going to, you're going to have a good life living on your own. Uh, you'll, you'll learn a lot of independence. Uh, don't let anyone stop you in your tracks. Because you're gonna do, you're gonna be there. You're gonna have a lot of assertiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're gonna network from people. You're gonna learn a lot of different things. You're gonna learn a lot of skills. Uh, you go for your passions in life, like the yeah. theatre. I've got. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Damn. No. Damn, I'll have, have to have you on again and talk <laughs> about the theatre because well, that's, yeah, that's your your big thing, isn't it? Your big it thing is. now. Theatre is my big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Being a patron of. Patron of Birmingham Hippodrome. Get that in. Get you. Yeah, Birmingham Hippodrome. Yeah. And so I've just got to say that something else that Katie doesn't really ever acknowledge about herself is Katie is brilliant at doing sort of finding stuff out online. If if you're you're one of those uh, like detective agencies or credit checks or something like that, employ Katie. She's brilliant. Right, it's scary. She she sends me stuff about myself that I didn't even know was out there, and she yeah. just does it. She just like well, squirrels yeah, on the something. internet. 
So yeah. I've always been so amazed at how you do that. I mean, you found out when my wife works years ago. Yeah. I was just like, when? Oh, yeah, what? oh god, it was yeah, yeah. You sent you sent a, a birthday card to my wife at an old workplace. Did I really? She, I didn't yeah, and I was like, oh, but what I mean is. How did you do that? How did you find that? I have no idea. Google. It was, I did, but, it's, but this is what I mean. You 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 squirrel into things. I, so I've always thought that I would see if I was ever going to write a, a detective, and program, I'm not. I'd have you as a character in it, as as a kind of as a kind yeah. of. Say, get Katie on this. Katie yeah. will find out, and you just do, 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 no. you're brilliant. That's a great well, job. And I think it was a skill. It, it was it a skill. skill. That's what it is. Yeah. I, I think that's brilliant. <laughs> Not I'm, stalking I'm, ever. Not stalking. I, I know. Yeah. No. Stalking. No. No. I know. I know. You've had some conversations with other famous disabled people. That yes, I have. Yes. Yes. We yeah, know. No. We know. Yes. We're not talking about anyone. Yeah, but anyway, no. we no, know. Sorry, Joe. But, I'm not talking about uh, Joe Simon either. <laughs> 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 see, that's the problem. See, what what it people is is that they don't realise that what you're doing. See, ah, yeah, Facebook user. We don't know who you are, but hello, Facebook user. Yeah. Fraser's detective agency. I quite like that. I think that'd be great. Yeah. Well, that. <laughs> so, so any anyone watching who writes drama for, or even what about those kind of daytime things like Hathaway and Shakespeare or whatever it is? I think mm. Fraser's yeah. Detective Agency has got legs. Yeah, right? it has. I think I think she, Katie, the, Katie, the character of Katie, got the brain mm. sitting there doing all the stuff, and then you know people going out and finding stuff and bringing it back and suddenly Katie can, going. Can you get me some info it. on this guy? <laughs> Shut up! I'm looking at Big Scarlet. <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, there's not say quite frankly, ever since social media, it's just rubbish now, it's just loads and loads of pictures of me going. Yeah. Or or or, or the classic zip line. Or I've got one on my channel actually of uh, you dancing. I took one when oh, I went God. to see when I she, went, when I saw went, you at the Liberty Festival, yeah, and you she were went doing to see me. Dancing. We were dancing with the Rhinestone Rollers. Yeah, you say. were. Right. The story to yeah. that was, I Grey Eye <laughs> asked me to do that thing, and their plan was to get me to dress up like a woman. The joke was, I was going to be pretending to be a girl, mm-hmm. and then in the thing, they went, "Oh my God, it's a bloke!" And I was like, "We turned up, and they put a wig on me, and I came out oh, like a bob God, wig." Yeah. And I came out um, to show um, Jenny Seeley and the, and the production, and they all screamed in horror because yeah, they did. I looked so bad. They were no, like, "Oh, we, were don't, we don't even." I love oh, no, it. But that, I was playing myself, but let's face it: if you have I no love idea the bit what... where you were going with the with the fingers like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was my finger dancing. Oh, that! There was a whole bit where I did an entire song. Oh. A friend of mine, I won't name you, Emily, right? Said you need a new, I you need a new um, sign name, and so she gave me one, and yeah. I was like, oh, because you have to be given it, you can't own it. So I got it, I was like, right. great, and I was about to go on in front of a load of children, mm. and the, the official sign language teacher said, what's your sign name? And I showed her it, and she was like, oh, uh, and mm. apparently it's 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 a swear word that begins with C. Whoops. You'll have to watch the and video. But I was about to go on and say, hello, everyone, my name is, and then show, and mm-hmm. then call myself. So, and that, and behind the official sign, there was my good friend who had given me this sign name. And she said, it's it's for Superman. And mm-hmm. it wasn't. Uh, and she just fell about laughing because she was that close to getting me to go on and swear in front of a room full of deaf kids. You're yeah, the only so, sign language, yeah. aren't you? Friend of mine just taught me the sign for bullshit, which was that. yes, that's it. Yes, do you know what? I went, I went out for a meal with a lot of deaf uh, performers, and I'm honestly god, they spent the whole night arguing over what each sign was because it's regional. Yeah. yeah. So, and it was like, oh my god, you don't even know your own language. This is great. Anyway, anyway we, we, we we waffle on a bit, and it's yeah, three you'll minutes. You have to folks. watch. You have to watch. And the Mark, video on Mark, my Mark has gone. I, I know what that is, and he's yeah. shocked. Yes, Mark, you should be shocked. Yeah. I was shocked too. But but I, I I think there's I think that a disabled led detective agency has got legs and um, <laughs> anyone anyone that's writing Francesca oh, Martinez if you're I, watching I your next play your next play could be a TV drama about yeah. disabled people yeah. part in a detective agency why because no one ever expects the detectives to be disabled so we can get into more places and then the baddies can run away upstairs and go ha 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 it's like running away from a Dalek. And they'll be like, oh, that's a good joke. Like we said. He's that's off. The kind of, that's the he's kind of jokes we got. The kind of thing bullies used to say to me, and I'd be like, 
don't want to go out there anyway. And with that, we would like to say thank you so much, Katie. It's been fantastic yeah. to have you on. It's great. Although someone did point out that our viewership has gone down because you're here. Yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, she's not a viewer. I know, she's no. a viewer. She's online. This is what happens no, when you get the viewers on. You're in your viewing figures. Yeah. But we will have you comments. on again. That's it. We'll have you on again for sure. Yeah. And we'll talk about the theatre and, and how getting in the theatre works when you're disabled. But yeah. for that, I would like to say thank you so much. Thank you, wonderful yeah. viewer, for coming along. Because like we said, now Katie's not here. We, we've got four. Because yeah. we know they've all been coming. We've got, we've got seven. Oh, there you go. We'll be it. It's a, it's Although a picture. that is just, this is just YouTube views. It doesn't yeah. show us what's on Facebook, etc. Yeah. So I, I, I don't mind. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be like another. Maybe they're uh, on... the people that I shared it to. You That's never it. know. I was going to yeah. say that I'm not going to be like another online chat show between disabled people that go, "We're the most watched." <laughs> we know we're not. We don't care. We uh, just do it because we like talking to you, wonderful people. Mm. And with that barbed comment, I will say good night to you all. Have a wonderful evening. Have a wonderful fortnight. If you can log on next week to the fab great picnic you have to go to the fab website and there'll be a link there go along uh, and see us because we're doing a, a big event and you can go on a picnic with us online it's great have a picnic in your front room for all i know mm. uh, i know i'll be eating lots of cake that's what i did last year Ooh, and uh yeah cake oh cake mm. with picnic without a cake i mean <laughs> the whole point of a picnic is you pack your own meal so it's crisps mm. cheese sandwich cake load of cake and then a banana that no one eats. Yes. Don't forget the wasps. <laughs> uh, see, my dad taught me a trick with wasps. You shout at them and they don't like the vibration and they go away. But it does mean that you stand in a park going, go away! And everyone's like, yeah. that bloke. I do that here. anyway. Yeah. yeah, I do that. I hate wasps. <laughs> I do it I hate. Uh, they're just the tiger of the insect world. They eat mm. the things we don't like. They're so very valuable. Them. As long as they don't sting you. But there they we go. scare the life out of me. Peace. Just, just love every, love all animals, um, except the tiger that's tearing your heart out. And with that, I don't know if we keep going. It'll, but that's taken us four minutes to do that goodbye. That is because we're waffling. So let's stop waffling and say thank you, Katie. Thank you, Zek. Thank you, viewer. We'll see you all in a couple of weeks' time. And we will, uh, for what I'll we be don't a year know. older by then because it's my birthday next week. We've actually got, I've got a guy lined up. I don't know when he's coming on. He's a disabled photo journalist. Ooh, mm. cool. Yeah, does a lot of aviation stuff. Oh, cool. So, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Right, well, with that, we should end it. Yes. And don't forget, folks, if you want to come on, send us send us what you want to talk about and we'll have you on. Um, oh, we'll have you on and talk about something different as usual, yeah. Yeah, like we did tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, folks. See you all soon. 